0: Good to have Stell back on the phone talking to us. And the Cypriot seasons it's over. It's never over. <laughs> <laughs> Cypriot football never ends. Well, not the shenanigans anyway. Let's look back at the season. Have you got, for me, best goal, best player, and a moment of the season that you could share?
1: Okay, the best goal and the best player are pretty straightforward for me anyway. The best goal, Jan Lesiak's. Uh, the Omonia left-back, who scored a 25-yard volley against Buffo. It was Paul Skulls esque I've got to give a, a shout-out to uh, Morgan Brown, who scored an absolute worldie against Salamina for Aris, but sorry, sorry Morgan, unless gets that <laughs> goal for me. I'll
0: tell you what, and, and you said it goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Is that a pick for player of the season there as well? No, no. My my
1: play of the season actually isn't the same as what the players' union agreed on. They went for Kokorin, the Russian forward at uh, Aris, but I'm going for his teammate Bambika. He's 22 years old from Gabon. I think it's his second season in Cyprus, and he's been absolutely incredible. He's, he's a winger. That plays as practically like an inverted winger, but he can go through the middle. He's got so much pace, but his contribution to the club this season has been absolutely outstanding. I think he's a very underrated player. And I don't think he'll be in Cyprus maybe
0: next season or the season after. He's that good. Wow. And can you talk about a moment of the season? Is there a singular moment, and probably the hardest question to ask, a singular moment that you could pick out?
1: I, I think I'll have to go with Addis winning their first title in 93 years. It was an incredible achievement. And as I've said numerous occasions on this show, it, it's been a fairy tale story for them. But yeah, I think Addis winning the title is, is certainly the, the standout one. And yeah, it's a testament to the club. They've got a fantastic group of players. And I think, again, forget the fairy tale story. The fact that Shpilevsky, the head coach, is 35 and he's got such a good bond with his players is fantastic.
0: It's now quite a natural segue to move into European football and, and national football. Cyprus have. Got a few games coming up this month that I really wanted to kind of pick your brain about. They had a, a start in their group against Scotland. Didn't go so well for them. But I would say you've got to be looking hopeful. The next game is against Georgia. What are you saying for that? I would be hopeful if we had any other head coach. If you look at the, the results of Cypriot
1: national team games, it's not been good. It's not been good at all. To be honest, it isn't me trying to be harsh on the likes of Malta, but we shouldn't be losing 4-0 to them. We have players that are good enough to get victories. And I'm not, I'm not talking about beating the big boys, but your Estonias, your your Georgias, your nations that are pre- practically the same level as us when it comes to the the, the world rankings. Yep. But the, the team selections... Are questionable. The systems are uh, that this head coach plays. It wasn't just Ketspire, though, it was the guy before him, which I'm not going to mention because he's another one I've got to be in my bonnet about. Had it not been for the style of play, forget the results, it's the style of play that's stopping fans from turning up to stadiums. The yeah. attendances are very low because they know that, okay, on the one hand, we're going to get an absolute pounding, but at the same time, we're going to get a pounding by playing 5 four, one, And we've got quality players that can attack and pose threats. But unfortunately, you know, against Scotland, he went five at the back, I understand, but he played Gusulo and goggets at centre-back, and they're not centre-backs, they're central midfielders. Mm-hmm. Again, Ketspaia's selections are, are very questionable. When he's called up six unorthodoxy players in this squad, okay, one of them, Artima, has picked up an injury, so he can't play, but there are so many talented players...
0: Looking at the fixtures, I mean the two fixtures that are coming in this month, Georgia is going to be on the 17th of, of June, and then on the 20th in a quick kind of turnaround, taking on Norway. Of the two, you'd expect Norway to be the harder game, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. But I expect Georgia to beat us as well. That, that's a fact. I, I haven't seen Georgia's squad, but
1: they've got a certain player that's been ripping out for Napoli this season. So I I worry a little bit
0: about that. I know you've got a few (laughs) other kind of headlines and stories that you want to talk about. Should we rattle through those? What what, what else has kind Uh, of been going on? Absolutely. Well, it's Olympiakos Nicosia's
1: 92nd birthday. And to celebrate their birthday, they've been slapped with a €50,000 fine. And that's due to their involvement in the suspicious betting that we spoke about last week against Loxa. Now, this... Anything else you've got for us, Del? Well, it, it goes back to Abuel, We spoke about this a few weeks ago. They've got a 34 million euro debt. Now, in two weeks' time, the General Assembly of Upworld, they're going to do a little vote to see if uh, the shareholders want to keep the current administration. It's unlikely there's going to be an electoral battle because no other group of people have actually come forward to express an interest to take over the company. It's sad, but it just shows how mismanagement can really affect any team, not just the, the big boys in Europe, any team.